0: welcome to the tree my dog podcast i'm david and i'm jeff thanks for listening welcome back to tree my dog podcast i'm jeff patton
1: and i'm david gilbert jeff we got a great show today bud
0: yes we do we got a lot of great info and
1: exciting stuff to talk about i hope so first off i want to remind everybody about the levi rogers memorial hunt on april 15th next weekend uh, we're recording this on a Sunday, which means that's five days from now, six days from now, the 15th. Uh, there's still spots available on the stud dog raffle. Uh, three great dogs being raffled off for a stud. Um, Brent Robertson with Hillbilly Knot, Parker Reese with Uncle Walter, and Stephen Dunn with uh, Devil Ants. Three great stud dogs. They're all walker dogs, so any of my English guys, blue dog guys, any of those, still buy a spot. It's for a good cause. All proceeds will go to Levi Rogers' family. Um, Again, he was killed, headed to the state hunt a couple weeks ago. Um, Benefit hunt next weekend. Wow. It's a $40 entry fee. $250 $250 first place for the high-scoring dog, UKC rules, two-hour uh two hour hunt. So there'll be a raffle and a Calcutta for the dogs. Silent auction and all proceeds go to, like I said, Levi Rogers' family. So that's going to be a good deal. Uh, Other than that, let's get into it, Jeff. So I heard that we had a question from a listener. We do have a listener question this week. You want to dig into that one? I do. I'll read it here. Uh, it's from Joseph. It says says uh, he would like some explanation on the super stakes and the truck hunt and the TOC and a little more information on how to title the dog out in PKC and UKC. He says it's about as clear as mud. And I've done some digging on it, found some info, so maybe we can help him out. Um. He also has a question about Pro Classics. Want to make sure that everybody knows, pre-register for a Pro Classic. Um, If you decide to hunt a Pro Classic, you have to call in when it opens up and it does have a closing date. Usually they take 16 dogs, depending on the hunt. 16 max, 12 minimum. And if they don't fill it up, they will cancel the hunt. So if you ever want to hunt a Pro Classic, make sure that you get called in and registered, pre-registered before the time of the hunt. So, let's get into his question here. Uh, super stake elig- eligibility. Uh, so, if you have a super stake eligible dog, which means that it was sired by a super stake certified sire. Let me find that information right quick. Um, which means that your dog is... Your puppy was born from a sire that is super state. You still have to get the paperwork from PKC, which when you buy the puppy or get the puppy, the the papers that come with the puppy should have the DNA packet included with it. It's a swab that you kind of just take under their cheekbone, upper lip area, uh, above the gum line, just swab it around in there. You ain't got to get a bunch of slobber on it. It's just got to get a few sales in there and then make sure you get it back in the package clean. Then seal it up in the envelope. Fill out the information on the front of the envelope. Send it to PKC. And usually three weeks to six months, you'll get some paper back Certifying your dog is Super Staked. And then you are eligible to hunt the Super Stakes Championship either spring or fall, depending on when your puppy's birth date actually is. So... Fall is usually November 1st through April 30th, somewhere in that time frame. It's not exactly every that, but it's close enough to that. That would be a fall puppy, and spring puppies are anything born May 1st to October 31st, which Mama's boy is a spring pup. Daisy is a spring pup. but I'm not sure if she's a super stick or not. She is not. She's not. So... You can super stake a puppy that is not that is not sired by a super stake sire. It costs more money to get the DNA <clears throat> profile run, but you can do it. Like I said, it costs a lot more money to do it that way. But, I mean, sometimes it's worth it. Super stake hunts, you can win lots of money in those. Um, So, eligibility for the sophomore division, you have to have a lifetime earnings of $100 on your puppy. That means in that competition year, you have to have $100 won by October 1st, I believe, in that year. From October 1st, to September 30th, you have to have $100 won on a sophomore puppy. Junior division is $250 in that competition year. And the senior division is $500 in that competition year, which is really not that hard to do if you hit the hunts right. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I, I know your Pro Classic winnings do go towards that. So if you got a dog good enough to hunt in Pro Classics, I would definitely uh, get a minute and and get that money one. We'll go into that in just a second. So to make your dog a champion, title him out in PKC which is champion, silver, champion, gold, champion, and platinum champion. Champion is five hundred dollars won on your dog in a comp in in its lifetime. Silver is a big jump between champion and silver, from five hundred to five thousand for silver champion. Gold champion is ten thousand, and platinum champion is twenty thousand. Then after that, you'll have to win a world hunt or nationals to. anything higher than that but that's how you you do it you just hit the hunts and you win um for the truck hunts i believe it's your you have to win so much in in a month to to qualify for the truck race in your in your actual state race so if you win enough money you're usually in the top 16 and you'll qualify for the truck hunt if you hit enough hunts and, and and you get in the winner's circle so Let's go to UKC. So to not champion your dog, you have to have five cast wins now. It used to be three first place overall hunt wins, high scoring dog at the hunt, but now, now it's five cast wins. Once you get your five cast wins, you're qualified. If you if you get your five cast wins within a year between January 1st and December 31st, you're qualified for the TOC next year. So if I qualify Briar. This year, we get my five wins. He has one. All I have to do is win five, four more casts, and he'll be qualified for the 2024 Tournament of Champions. So, but to not Grand Knight your dog, you'll have to win eight more casts on top of the five cast wins to get not Champions. So, the 13 casts total, you'll have to win to get Grand Knight. And you can qualify for the Hall of Fame in UKC with 50 cast wins. I don't know of any dogs around here that are close. I'm sure there are. Uh, the TOC zone cast that we guided a couple weekends ago. Was it last weekend, wasn't it? Believe, yeah. Yeah, it was last weekend. Uh, I believe John Harris' cast that he guided down here with us. Two of the dogs in it were within less than ten wins of getting qualified for the Hall of Fame. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh you know, the super stake eligibility, it's not hard to get a hundred dollars one if you if you if you got a decent dog that you can hit the hunts with. But yeah the the biggest deal about that is the dates. Know when your puppy's born so let's use Mama Boy for example. He was born May 4th? Yes. 2022. So he will be a 2002 spring, which he could have. He qualified for freshman stakes this year if I'd have had money won on him, but he's not ready for none of that. So he'll be ready for sophomore in 2024, junior in 2025, and senior in 2026, which would make him eligible for PERC. Uh, pup derbies until April 30th of 2026. At that time, PKC no longer recognizes him as a puppy and he will be an adult dog and no longer able to hunt super steaks. Uh, so to, quali- to to certify a dog that's not been super steak certified from its sire, it's, like I said, quite, quite really expensive. Um, so, it's, I don't have that information right in front of me, but over, if it's, depends on what prefix is on your papers. Um, I know if I wanted to certify Briar right now, it'd cost me 600 and something dollars, but he's two years old. He, it ain't really worth it to me to, to even try it. Uh, Daisy, you could probably do her, and it'd probably cost you around, I think it's around $300 since she's, over six months over nine months, but less than twelve I don't know it looks like it's about three hundred to four hundred dollars to to register one that's not super state certified from its sire so there's all that good useless information if, you, if you're if you want to do all that it's best just to get a super state puppy and do the DNA yourself and get it certified through bkc with a DNA profile on on record. Something else, if you're doing your DNA, and you're doing and you have multiple puppy, puppies, separate them before you try to get a DNA sample. Don't let them play around, chew on each other, because it will contaminate the sample, and you could get a false reading on which dog you want certified. So, definitely a
0: lot of info there. A lot of yeah. good info. Yeah.
1: It, it, lot of lot lots to go through, but it, it's worth knowing. Uh, if you have a copy of PKC Blue Book, it, most of it's in there. If it's not, you can go to the PKC website, which is prohound dot com, and go to the rules section, and and you can download a copy of the Blue Book and, and find all that information yourself. As far as UKC, you can go to UKCdogs.com. dot com. You can go to the rule section and print out their rule book and try to cipher through it best you can. And I hope this cleared up any uh, information he needed on that. Um, as far as the truck hunts go, I've never run for a truck ticket, but as far as I know, like I said, it's, it's how you have to win so much money in a, in that certain month, and it varies from month to month. I couldn't find a whole lot of information on it. But I will do some more checking and get back to you uh, next week if I find anything out. So, hope that cleared up some of that mud. And we'll, uh, like I said, any more information I come across, I will sure let him know. So, Jeff? Yes. Tell me about our weekend hunting, Uh, our, our short weekend hunting. Yeah. I think you didn't get to hunt but once because of yeah. the rain and, more, and your work schedule. Yeah. So...
0: We went well, was it, Monday night. Yeah. And uh so we turned dogs loose. We hunted with a new guy for uh, Colton. Colton Gage. And turmoose they treed uh him or his dog and crank both treed probably about three hundred and fifty yards or so. Yeah. And had a coon. Oh yeah, right, right on the creek too. <coughs> yep. so It was good. Yep, it wasn't too far. We we was able to drive to side by side pretty close to them. Yeah, we got
1: within seventy five yeah. yards of
0: them, and uh, wasn't terrible walking. Then uh, we turn loose again, and you oh, that... was hunting, boy. Yeah. And boy and crank just decided they want to take a road trip. Boy, they did too. And. uh. I don't know what Coton's dog did the rest of the night because we kind of left him with <clears throat> the other other bunch that was with us and cause we had to go get our dogs because they done crossed the highway and they was pretty much following a county road parallel. Across the highway, across the creek.
1: Yeah, couple creeks. <laughs> two cutovers. And pine and thicket. Pine thickets and blew right through some pretty bottoms.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, finally got... They finally got hung up in one spot, just wallowing around, wallowing around.
0: And we walked across a clear cut to get to them. And what was it? To me, it looked like it was where like two, maybe two or three creeks kind of intersected or joined together.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, I think wherever they were, because they were running something the whole time. And I think wherever it was, you know, it kind of gave them a slip when they got to that little crossing of all the creeks. and.
1: Right. Yeah, we walked into him and, and... Cranks is
0: walking, ra- running around, sniffing all the creek, every crank bank, I guess. Trying to figure out where it went and he just couldn't pinpoint it. That
1: boy would run 100 yards either direction and bark and come back and go the other way and bark and, and it just... Finally got my hands on him and put him in the box. And, and uh... We got back to them. <coughs> excuse me. And, uh... Colton's dog. Then I think he went out, of, blew out of the country. He did both through the country. He went. I think he was one point four last time he picked him up, and wound up having to Unloaded. load the side by side up and and drove around to him. Unload the side by side so we could get closer to him. Yeah, drove through some water and was and was still drove as far as we could drive and still was five hundred from him. Me and Colton walked in. Was every intention of knocking that one out. Uh, got to the tree, shined the tree. And unfortunately, it was covered in leaves. Mm. Couldn't get him to look. Couldn't. So we tried to squall. We tried everything. Shook a vine. Couldn't get nothing to happen. Uh, circle point situation in a hunt for sure. But you couldn't like I said. Couldn't get him to look. So we circled it and made the 500 yard walk back through some water. Mm wasn't bad it was about knee deep but it wasn't just terrible all the way through there i want to remind everyone with this warmer weather
0: be on the lookout for snakes because i believe we I, we saw two or three cottonmouths on the way out
1: driving on down yeah. the road and sitting laying up in mud holes yeah at that time of year cottonmouth copperhead rattlesnake they're out even worse mosquitoes are out it's yeah worse than a snake in my opinion uh covered in ticks it was it was just rough but the little blue dog Colton had was a pretty nice little dog. Like I said, she went out there and, and blew up tree right off the bat. And I, I'm fairly certain there was one in that tree back way deep in there. But I think she had to go that far for it. But maybe they wasn't moving that night. Who knows? The storm it came through the night before, didn't it? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because we uh, recorded our last podcast during the storm that yeah. came through. There was a lot of water in there where she was. Uh, she might have missed it. But I'm going to say there's a good chance he was there. You know, it's it's a 50-50 shot. Definitely thermal wood came in handy, for sure. Thermal would really come in handy. If somebody wants to sponsor us and, and you know, send us a couple thermals to try out, we're more than happy to accept that <laughs> at this time. So just, just keep that in mind, guys. Uh, you hunted some more this week. I did. Uh, it rained a couple nights, so I didn't get to go. I'm not big on hunting in the rain. There more especially thunderstorms and high winds. Let's see, was it Thursday night I went? Thursday night I went with Jared Washburn and John Harris and took a couple kids hunting, Reuben and Colton. Great kids, and we have an interview with Reuben coming up here shortly. Uh... Breyer took Briar that night. He's been kind of sickly this week, but I took him because I was taking kids and the puppy was didn't want him to just blow through the country and run around and not look at a coon. So took Breyer. It is he looked pretty rough? He went out there about six hundred. Well, let me back up. Cut him loose the first time. and They made a big loop, and he come back. As did Trip. Cut him again. Briar went out there and he struck. And he ran the track pretty good. Run him in there about 600 yards, not far from where we cut him loose the first time and treed. In the middle of a pine thicket and the only oak tree out there. Walked right up, found the coon right off the bat. Uh, he looked pretty good on that one. He wasn't treeing real hard, acting like he didn't feel real good. And I felt bad for him. But we walked back to the truck, drove back down a little ways further, cut him loose again, and they uh, went out there And hunted. Well, before we drove down and come with again, John had cut Trip loose, and Trip went in there and treated dentry, real dentry. It was big old hole at the bottom, couldn't see up in it. It was definitely a good dentry. So we gathered dogs up, cut them again, go down there, turn them loose right on the creek, praying they don't cross the creek because there's no way across it nowhere. Uh, Trip crosses the creek and opens up. Kind of works a couple tracks over there. Brian briar never opens. Which really kind of made me feel bad for him because I know he's feeling bad. He comes back to us. So I put him in the box and we let Trip work. We have Reuben's little puppy out there. She's eight months old. She's not really doing a whole lot. She's kind of hanging around. She'll go out there a little ways and come back. But She's got she's got some go in her, so she'll she'll make it eventually. Cut them loose again. Leave Trip in the box this time. Jerry cuts Copper loose. I cut Briar loose again. Briar goes out there about 150. Never opens. He comes back. So I put him in the box. He's looking pretty wore out. Um, Copper goes in there about 600, 700. She opens up carries it to about 0.6 in in trees um didn't walk into that tree i don't know what she had uh didn't talk to jared much after that we come home that was that was my weekend hunting uh like i said briar felt pretty bad thursday night i felt bad for him i didn't get to go friday night because it was date night then last night i should have went but i got home late and was tired and you know, screw it. I'll go tomorrow night. And so, that was my week. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed hunting with Colton and his little blue dog. Really nice dog. She's going to make something special one of these days, I hope. And, well, turkey season's coming up next yeah. week. So, we had the youth
0: hunt this weekend.
1: Youth hunt was this weekend, so it's probably best I didn't go last night. best off turkey hunters, but we're going to really make them mad next week because I'm going to Really push push the dogs next week, trying to get them doing something. Hopefully, you're gonna push Daisy some yeah. next week too. I'm gonna
0: to get a trap set out and hopefully get catch <clears throat> catch a coon. I think after last time we took her out, which was Monday night, I think she would she's starting wanting to go with the dogs when we cut them loose, but she gets out there probably about twenty twenty five yards and she just hits the brakes and comes right back. But I think. <clears throat> I already know how she reacts with the cage coon and she does real good on a cage coon right. and hanging it from a tree and all that but I think what I really need to do is just one night get a coon caught layer let her mess with it some more in the cage then one night just take her out and let her mess with the coon in the cage maybe then turn the coon loose right in front of her and turn her loose and let her take go cause the last time I messed with a mess with her on a cage coon I was on my way to take it and hang it from the tree because I put water on it and right. I was going to drag it around out of her point of view and hang it up in the tree and see what she do. Well, I got probably about five yards from her and uh, the coon got out of the trap Ooh. <laughs> and took off running. <laughs> and uh, so just by instinct, I don't know why I did it, but by instinct, I just went over on. she was on a leash and I snapped her and she took off and she found where the coon went in the woods. She took off in there, but then I got to thinking where that coon went and where she went is a growed-up clear-cut, nothing but briars and treetops yeah. and everything. I'm like, man, I do not want to have to go in there to get her. And I didn't have didn't, didn't put a tracking collar on her.
1: Right. I was
0: planning on just staying there in the yard. Right, yeah. And uh, so she's out of my point of view in the woods. I can't see her. She ain't barking. So I just started calling for her, and she came back to me after about ten, fifteen minutes. If I had left a collar on her or had a collar on her, I probably would have let her go and just see what she did. But being how thick that is back there and it belongs to my neighbors, which I know they don't wouldn't mind if I go back there and get her right. or anything. Uh but, you know, I
1: just I just didn't want her to be back there without a collar. I don't blame you there you get, but yeah, ain't, this day and age I'm not turning one loose without a collar I will not even let one my dog's out of the pen without a collar in the yard Is the puppy he'll, he ain't scared of nothing and, and Briar's pretty good about staying in the yard most times he does like to venture over to the neighbor's yard every once in a while but uh I can usually just holler at him he'll come right back let him out of the pen I can tell him to stay in his yard and he does pretty good uh Jeff, I got some updates on the hunt for the million. Oh, did you? I I do. They changed things up a little (coughs) bit. It wasn't filling up as fast as they hoped it would at the $10,000 entry fee, Mm -hmm. which I'm really surprised it didn't. So they made a few changes, uh, dropped the entry fees down to $2,500 entry fee. That was a big drop. It was a great big drop. And it's not the half a million dollar, I mean, yeah, it's not the half a million dollar Excuse me. prize that it was gonna be for first place. <coughs> you all right, bud? Yeah. you you're just, just getting all choked up. It hurt your feelings that you yeah. dropped the yeah, entry would, fees down. I would, you know? I
0: would really look forward to spending that $10,000. I know you had
1: it saved up and ready to go. Yeah, that's uh, why I'm working on these extra irons. Hey, hey, shoot, I don't blame you. If I, dog, if I had a dog, I had a dog, I thought Mike could win that half a million dollars. I'd, I'd sure do it. I'd go to the bank and sweet talk them folks. Uh, but yeah, they, so they changed that. Uh, maybe next year they can fill it with ten thousand dollars and. It was kind of short notice, I think. It was really short notice, but I think they did the right thing because there's folks out there that, that was going to do it. I'm sure, but I don't know why. It didn't fill up. I thought it would fill up pretty quick. You know, $10,000 is a lot of money, but there's a lot of coon hunters out there got lots of money mm-hmm. that could definitely afford that. And with good dogs too. So, yeah, with, definitely with good dogs. Um, so, <laughs> we have a visitor. Hi, Remy. What are you doing? nothing just coming to hang out cool so they had super hunt this weekend yes, sir, uh, i'm trying to find the winners of that right now uh, why can't i find it had it wrote down anyway so the they had all the the senior junior and sophomore winners See if i can figure out who, who won Hmm. Anyway, we'll have that information next week. I can't find it right now. Uh, I know that Screamer won the junior division. Sean Burden handled her. Um, I'm not sure who won the other two, the sophomore and the senior. But I know Sean Burden won the junior. Uh, So, Jeff, let's uh, talk about this interview I got with Ruben was a 13 year old kid, he's a great little kid. Oh yeah, very respectful. Very respectful kid. Funny with him several times. He's got a nice little red bone dog, uh, Bigfoot. I'm pretty proud to hunt with him and call him a little buddy. He uh, went hunting with us last Thursday night and agreed to do a little interview with me. It's a short interview, it's our first interview. I hope everybody likes it, so. Let's see if we can't get that going right now. Reuben, welcome to Train My Dog Podcast. How are you this evening? I'm good. You're good? All right. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Reuben.
2: So, I'm Reuben Hedden. live in Sheridan, Arkansas. Um, 13. I've only been on a few hunts, but... You like it? Yes, sir.
1: You love coon hunting, huh? Yes, sir. That's what I like to hear. So, tell me a little bit about it, Reuben. What, what, How would you get into coon hunting?
2: So I kind of just had a buddy of mine. He was moving out of state, and he gave me his red bone coon coonhound, which it wasn't registered or anything, just a backwoods dog.
1: I liked him. Yeah. Is he a pretty good dog? Yes, sir. He treated you a few coons? Yes, sir. Yeah. I like Bigfoot. He's got a good mouth on him, don't he? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, so, so, where do you hunt? Who do you go hunting with?
2: Um, I hunt with Jared Washburn mainly.
1: I know that guy. He's a, guy. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: And uh mainly hunting probably Leola and around Poe and area.
1: Okay. Cool. So uh so when did you get started coon hunting?
2: About September of twenty
1: twenty two. Yeah? Yeah. So who took you hunting on the first trip?
2: Jared Jared?
1: Washburn. Jared Washburn. All right, cool. Did y'all train a coons that night? Yes, sir. Did Bigfoot tree a coon that night?
2: Yes, sir. He did? Yes,
1: sir. Good deal. Who did Jared hunt that night? Do you remember? He
2: hunted Trigger. Trigger. And I believe you hunted Briar.
1: I did hunt Briar that night. Yeah. I was there. I remember that night. It was a good night, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. It was fun, wasn't it? So, uh, tell me more about this dog you got now.
2: So, I got Boo now. She's PKC and UKC registered. So awesome. Maybe I can win a few hunts with her. I like it. I kind of bought her as like a bench dog, but she. I feel like she's gonna be good tree coon she's about eight months
1: now awesome well there she is barking right there yeah uh so tell me uh tell me about the uh arkansas state ukc youth hunt last year in october so,
2: i went to that one i just kind of went to spectate mainly then i got the chance to bench show a dog and somehow i got black and tan of show queen of show and yeah
1: yeah that was fun, wasn't it?
2: Yes, sir. Got you a nice Very trophy. Much. You
1: won a light, too, didn't you?
2: Yes, sir. I yeah, won a light and three trophies.
1: Cool. Yeah. That's always fun. So what are your plans in coon hunting?
2: Um, Well, kind of want to be up there a little, you know.
1: You want to win a little money? Yes, sir. I don't blame you there. I like winning money. <laughs> yeah. So you... well, Tell me about this little puppy you're hunting now. Tell me more about her.
2: Well, I got her from Cole Ramey. Yeah. And another guy out of, I forgot. I think it's Tennessee. I forgot his name. Okay. And I got her in October, I think later October. And tonight, her first night out, she's doing pretty good. She kind of yeah. wants to play a little bit, but she's still a puppy. Yeah,
1: she's still got a lot of puppy in her, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. She's going to have a good mouth on her. Yeah. She's pretty. Very pretty. So tell me more about Bigfoot. Have you been hunting him any?
2: Um, I hunted him... Couple weeks ago, we just had a couple slick trees mainly.
1: That's all right. Yeah. He he ain't been out in a long time, so it's no. okay.
2: Yeah.
1: So, do you have any uh, favorite hunts you've ever been on? Any all of any them. memorable hunts you've been on? Ever been?
2: Well, most memorable is either the youth UKC or um, the first hunt with Bigfoot.
1: Cool. With I like you and that. Jared. That was a good hunt. Yeah. We, tr- we looked at lots of coons that night, didn't we?
2: Yes, sir.
1: Nobody got wet. Nobody lost a dog. Did you get wet that night? No, sir. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so are you planning on hunting the youth hunt this year? Yes, sir. You going to try to hunt your puppy? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, if not, I'm sure we can find you a dog to handle.
2: Yeah. I think I'm going to try to bench show her.
1: I would. She's year. real pretty. Yeah. you been working her on the bench?
2: Not really. I need to get one.
1: You do need to get one. You got to yeah. practice. It can't all be natural like that little black dog you had at the... <laughs>
2: yeah that's State awesome
1: hunt. so tell us about the hunt we're on tonight
2: so tonight brought my best friend colton along colton Lamanac. and so i just texted jared i said texting probably tuesday don't you think yes sir and um i said hey i got a buddy coming over he's never really coon hunted you want to go thursday night he said yeah sure so here we are
1: awesome awesome so tell me what the dog's done tonight. Have we looked at a coon tonight?
2: Yes, sir. One with the Briar.
1: Yeah, that's right. So and Tripp's out there working a the track right now, ain't he?
2: Yes, sir. I hope the next tree we get we can walk Boo out there so she can get the yeah, nice needs, sniff on them.
1: Yeah, she needs to be up on a tree with a coon dog. Well Reuben, since we got a dog in the woods that's barking, why don't we go hunting? Yes, sir. Thanks for being with me. You're welcome. Yes,
2: sir.
0: Man, that was a great interview with Ruben you
1: had there that night. Yeah, he done pretty good. Um, yeah, we, we had a good night. Ruben done good on that interview. Before we leave, Remy, how are you tonight?
3: Good. Good?
1: So let's talk about the Arkansas State youth hunt you went to last year.
3: Well, I was very, very excited. Good. But whenever I went in the woods, I was so scared to call out strike. Why? Because I did not know what to do. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how old I was at the time.
1: You didn't know how old you are?
0: I I'm were? I was that excited. <laughs> well, how old are you now?
3: I'm nine.
0: So, how old were you last year? Eight.
3: Okay. Then.
1: Okay. Well, what, ha- what happened in the woods?
3: Well,. We were the first ones to strike, and...
1: Who were you hunting?
3: I was hunting Riley.
1: Riley, okay, okay. So you're the first one to strike.
3: And, well, whenever I called strike, it really made me nervous.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. It makes me nervous every time I strike my dog, too.
3: (laughs) But... We were probably the last or the third to do tree. Right. But I was happy of what happened with Riley.
1: What happened? Did y'all, did y'all tree again?
3: No. No.
1: No. Well, it's okay. So. Did, did you have fun?
3: Yes. That not? Yes, I did. So,
1: so, what? did you win something up there?
3: Well, yes, I did. What I, did you win? So, our first competition we had was k- turkey uh, coon squaler yes, competition, turkeys. and I had first place.
1: Cool. In your age division, right? What would you win?
3: Well, I got a knife set and a coon. I mean, yeah, a coon squaler, and
1: you got a hat too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your dad's still mad about that hat, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, ain't it?
3: He still steals it Aww. sometimes. But I'm okay with that.
1: You're okay with that? Yeah. So, did you put Riley in the bench show?
3: Yes, I did.
1: Didn't do very good, though, did she?
3: No.
1: She don't like standing on the bench, does she? No. 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 She's she's old. She's in her ways, ain't she?
3: Yeah. I mean, she is six years old.
1: No. She's, she's Wait, a little older than yeah. six. What? <laughs> She's about your age. <laughs> she's oh. old She's old for a dog.
3: Oh, she's nine.
1: So she's nine. Eight or nine. I'm not sure <laughs> exactly how old she is. Probably. So. Did you get a trophy for that, though? No. You didn't get a trophy for that?
0: You did come home with a trophy.
3: Yeah, I did come home with a trophy. But I don't think it was for that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. well, either way, you got, you got some cool stuff. You got a squalor, a knife, and yeah. had a good time, didn't you? Yeah.
3: You going to yeah. hunt
1: it again this year? Yes. Okay. It'll be in October again. Are you ready for it?
3: Yeah. You been yeah. training? Yes.
1: Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> who, who you want to hunt?
3: I think this year I'm going to give Crank a chance. There
1: you go. We'll, we'll try to have him ready for you. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Cause... Well, thank you yep. for the interview.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a pretty good time that i have with riley yeah and i'm very happy for her
1: yeah she did pretty no. good she didn't treat but She done good no she didn't treat a possum maybe
3: maybe
1: oh, maybe maybe not, maybe, maybe not. No. we don't know we just, <laughs> we're gonna say if she didn't we're gonna say she didn't how about that yeah okay yeah. i remember we didn't have no uh no cones were seen on our cast that night so yeah we were lucky we, we were putting some coons on our cast so it turned out to be pretty good uh, before we go I want to like to remind everybody about the Levi Rogers Memorial Hunt April 15th which is next weekend coming up the raffle is still got a lot of spots left guys get this thing filled up three good stud dogs this, this family needs some some money for, the, for it uh, so run down on the hunt one more time it is at the Omaha Arkansas Coon Hunters Association which is in Omaha Arkansas the food and silent auction will start at 3 p.m registration deadline is 7 30 p.m and you must be present at that time entry fee is forty dollars the calcutta will split 50 50 50 to the winner and 50 to the family of levi rogers there is also a 50 50 raffle which will split between the winner and the um and the family um it is a ukc rule two hour cast all dogs will draw it together regardless of registration if it is registered champion night champion grand night whatever it is they will draw it together high scoring dog will win 250 dollars second high scoring cast winner will win a hundred dollars they are accepting donations for the silent auction at this time Again, we'll share the info in the show notes. I'll share it to Facebook. Jeff will share it to Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we'll get, get this raffle filled up and get lots of folks turned out for this. I'll be hunting in it. I know several folks around here It's making the trip up there. It's about three and a half hours for us, but we are going. Uh, hope to see a bunch of folks there helping this family out in their time of need. Until next week, Remy, thanks for being here. You did. You did pretty good. Are you nervous?
3: No, No, not at all? Okay. (laughs) Well,
1: until next week, take a kid hunting, take an old man hunting, take somebody new. Until next week, I'm David. And I'm Jeff, and as y'all can't, as y'all probably heard, we got
0: some dogs just ready to go hunting. Yeah, so we go on hunting, y'all.